You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Let's have a look at a piece of data from the South African economy, and it's the all-important retail sales number for the all-important month of December. And all-importantly, it's not particularly good because retail trade sales disappoint in December, it says here from Investec, contracting minus 0.4% year on year. With me now is Chief Economist at Investec in Johannesburg, and that's Annabelle Bishop. Cannibalization is the word that really springs to mind here, Annabelle, when it comes to you know, the month of November and the month of December. Yes, that's exactly right. You know, the reality of the situation is that Black Friday sales have seen a big take-up in South Africa and, of course, you know, globally as well. And that really means that a lot of consumers purchase ahead of the festive season at these November sales. And, indeed, you tend to get this very weak showing then in the December um, figures, which traditionally have obviously boosted by statistical effect, um, you know, because of the festive season, because of Christmas. And, you know, really having a look at it now on a – contribution to the quarter, you know, that that has meant that it's not such a strong contribution from retail sales. And of course, only up 1.6, probably not going to outweigh on its own the contraction that we're seeing from the industrial production side. Exactly. Let me just give you some details which came from the uh, economics desk of Investec. It says here, after rising a 2.6% year-on-year in November, boosted by Black Friday activity, following numerous months of moderate year-on-year gains, retail sales Trade sales surprisingly contracted in December. Specifically, activity fell by 0.4%, which was markedly out of line with consensus expectations, according to Bloomberg, of a 2% year-on-year lift. Now, this makes me slightly worried about the January figure, Annabelle. I think you're right to be worried. They call it January for a good reason. Yes, exactly. January and, uh, and and maybe even February and everything else because people are waiting for all sorts of things like State of the Nation addresses and, and budgets and also Moody's. And when I see trade updates from companies on the JSE, I also get a little bit worried, notably Tiger Brands this morning. So I don't think the retail sales future is set fair. And, you know, the, the big concern in South Africa is we've seen a great moderation in salary and wage increases on a nominal basis because inflation has come down so substantially. You know, inflation around about 4%. And historic salary and wage increases on a nominal basis were, you know, around 9.6%. Of course, coming down quite dramatically, we've actually seen some quarters where real disposable income growth, growth has been negative. And that's your, your take-home pay after you've paid tax adjusted for inflation. And of course, for many consumers, you know, for the key drivers of consumer spending in South Africa, their, their um, inflation rates actually are typically higher than 4%. You know, you look at the breakdown of consumer spending in South Africa, the bulk of consumer spending, 70 80%, is made up by a very small number of the total population. You know, the um, Consumers really about you know around twenty percent or less, and of course you know that 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 bracket tends to suffer quite substantially from higher inflation than than the official level. That of course being the inflation rate of your financial services sector, medical aid, you know private school education, private security. All of these factors have contributed to a situation where many of these individuals receiving even zero salary and wage increases or perhaps even cuts have actually weaken the retail sector. And the concern is if this carries on for another year or two, this could see some big retailers suffering even harder. The retail sales numbers, of course, come hot on the heels of the manufacturing numbers, which came out yesterday, manufacturing production falling by 5.9% year on year, which was also a little bit of a surprise to the downside. So not a pretty picture again. 
Yes, and I think, you know, that's a big worry as well. Manufacturing production in South Africa is so important. You know, we've seen deindustrialization of the economy over the past several years. And of course, you know, part of this is very much due to the electricity situation in South Africa. We saw a real ramp up in load shedding towards the end of last year, you know, stage six being reached. And of course, there were some um, thoughts that perhaps this wouldn't have such a big impact because a lot of manufacturers are shut over that period. Clearly, it did have a big impact in December. <laughs> Clearly, it was you know, a very negative manufacturing sector. Yes, indeed. There hasn't been so much load shedding or rather impactful load shedding because of it's gone down from six to two on occasion. But on the other hand, the, the next month's figures will be probably predictably bad as well, not as bad as minus 5.9%, I wouldn't imagine. But going into the State of the Nation address, I really think a strong message has to be sent. I don't want you to give away too many of your thoughts now because we're going to be giving a, a full Sona preview tomorrow, Annabelle, but it's a difficult one. He can smile as much as he likes, but uh, beneath that smile, he must be quite worried. The president, that is, Cyril Ramaphosa. Well, it's very worrying. You know, if you look at the unplanned outages, you know, the situation report from Eskom shows it rising to 12,000 megawatts. Uh, and, and, you know, that's very concerning in January, February, March, you know, the projections and expectations. And, of course, very worrying because without sufficient electricity supply, your economic growth suffers. And, of course, in turn, then unemployment, uh, well, employment suffers and unemployment rises. And we've seen unemployment jump up to 29.1% by the end of last year, both in the third and fourth quarter. That was the figure. And that's really up from closer to about 26.7% at the start of 2018, the first quarter there. So, you know, if, if we find ourselves in a situation where we're extremely constrained from an electricity supply perspective, the 0.8% GDP growth rate that was anticipated for this year might come under pressure and we might see yet another year after a number of economic growth forecasts being revised down for the year we progress through the year. So, you know, quite worrying, particularly that the IRP 18 has not been rolled out, even the IRP um, 19, 2019. And of course, you know, a lot of renewable energy there, which could come on stream in, in a few years. And then, of course, by 2030, 30,000 megawatts. I mean, that's a huge amount. We'll really make a difference, make all the difference to South Africa. Even at the moment now, you know, the regulatory burden in South Africa really suppressing economic growth, you know, easing up on, on in, in regulations for self-supply producers and, and letting households, companies that produce electricity for their own use onto the grid. Many of those factors will help alleviate what has become a very dire situation. Yes, a dire situation and a difficult job for the present, as we said, a State of the Nation address coming up tomorrow. We'll preview that tomorrow morning. Annabelle. But of course, then after that, probably more important is the budget speech by Tito Mbaweni on the 26th of February. That is going to be the real difficult one, um, yeah, preceding, of course, Moody's on the 27th of March. What a few weeks we've got. Yes, a real triumphant of things to look forward to. And of course, you know, the SONAR typically gives some indication of what we can expect in the budget. You know, the concern certainly is that while Kasatu proposed this debt buyback using um, civil servants' pensions for ESCOM's debt, now suddenly it's back on hold again. Of course, that is likely then not to be in the SONAR. Really disappointing because that could have been the make or break for us to have a Moody's credit rate down. You know, the guarantees that government um, has over ESCOM's debt, they, they've added to the debt projectory. And of course, what Moody's is really going to be looking for in the budget is do we stick to the same very elevated debt projections that we've got out for the next several years that were displayed in the mini budget towards the end of last year or does this February's budget show a reduction in those debt projections and in the absence of a reduction the fact they put us on a negative outlook indicates they are looking to downgrade if we don't see better fiscal consolidation. Annabelle thanks so much for your analysis that's Annabelle Bishop the chief economist at Vestec in Johannesburg I'll be speaking to Annabelle tomorrow with a preview of the state of the nation address don't miss that one.
The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.